Hello and welcome to the Massive Attack 12 Days of a Cartoon Christmas. I am your host, Mitch, and with me as always is Joe. Hello. Hello, Mitch. And we are on day four, and today's episode is the Disney Plus 2020 special Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. This is very new, hot out of the oven, shall we say. Yes, we shall. What do you think? I liked it as a Lego Star Wars special. But I yes. don't think it was Christmas. Well, it was it's not Christmas. It's a holiday. Well, that's true. Special. It's holiday it's special. Life day. Mm. Yes. All right. So, little bit of history. There was a Star Wars holiday special back in nineteen. 19- did we do it in one of our we previous did. episodes? On okay. First, so you can go back to the first, first year of year. doing yeah. Twelve Days of Christmas. We did yeah. the nineteen seventy-seven holiday special, yeah. which, I which was a made-for-TV variety show, I suppose you'd call it. That really had not a lot to do with George Lucas himself. He just said, yeah, you can do this because it was only we had Star Wars at this point. And he has since refused anyone to see this except the internet who has a copy and it's quite easy to get if you want to look for it. It's quite embarrassing. It's a quite an interesting timepiece of Star Wars and the 70s and Wookiee Porn. It is what it is. The first showing of Boba Fett in the holiday special Hmm. in that little animated bit. Mm. So when Disney Plus were bringing out a Lego Star Wars holiday special, I'm like, where are they going with this? Now, in the original holiday special, they were celebrating something called Life Day. And it was on the Wookiee planet, and it was actually hanging around most of the time. You know, you, you you did have little scenes with the stars of Star Wars, but they were sort of not much. Sort of at the start and the end, a little bit in the middle. But most was focusing around Chewbacca's family, his wife, his dad, and his son. Yep. And they were all preparing for Life Day, which is a bit like a Christmas, where they celebrate life, I guess. So, when I knew they were bringing out this, I know that Lego's got a great sense of humor when it comes to Star Wars. They've produced a lot of little shorts and pieces here and even interstitial bits or the cinematics in the St- Lego Star Wars games. Yep. They're quite funny. They're really, really funny. Well written, well animated, really good. So I was like, are they really going to take the piss here? Is it going to be a variety show in the same way the last one was with disco and songs and comedy skits? But no, no, it wasn't. It was set in the sequel trilogy universe where you've got Ray and Finn and Poe and all that sort of stuff. And they're all getting ready for Life Day celebrations. And Poe's there in his Christmas sweater. And they're going to do all their different – there's preparations to get ready for Life Day celebrations while they're on Kashyyyk, which is the Wookiee home planet. So they're sort of acknowledging the previous special. And Finn is being trained by Ray to be a Jedi. And it's sort of like it's not going terribly well. And Ray's like, don't bother, it's just not working. And she's doubting herself as a trainer and all these sort of things and she's reading all her training books saying what am I doing wrong where Poe's just wanting to make sure they get it all right Finn's feeling disgruntled and all that sort of stuff yeah and then Ray it's something that says she's got to go find the key or find something to make her better so she nicks off for a while saying don't worry I'll be back for life day I've just got to do something first so she hops in as you know x-wing and goes to a, a Jedi planet and finds this key that can take her through time and space Hmm. which is very new for Star Wars. I'm going to ask my friend Fresh if this is canon or not. Because I doubt that it now is. There's, now there's time travel. I'll take it that there is. So there's always comedy hijinks going on back on the Millennium Falcon for this Life Day celebrations. Like they're trying to cook 
chickens or something. I forget what they call them, chick chacks or something. Yeah. So they're trying to not, cook not that. The porgs. No. Well, and the Wookiees turn up at one point and they're trying to eat the porgs. So that's all fun and games. It's funny. You know, you get it. What happens is essentially Ray goes through these time jumps to look at all these Jedi's training with their masters. Yep. Jedi training with their masters. So you get scenes with Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn. You've got Anakin and Obi Wan. Luke and Yoda. Luke and Obi Wan. Yep. She's jumping through time and seeing these classic moments of Star Wars over the nine films. But you're also and the Mandalorian even gets a mention in there as well. Yep. But you're getting your humorous lego take on it all and it's actually quite entertaining and quite clever and it's a great love letter to everything that is star wars including taking the piss out of some things in star wars that just don't quite work yeah i the nods to star wars i thought were really good there was a few things i didn't like about them but I'll, i'll talk about the things i did like first before i jump into the things i didn't I liked the fact that every time they went to Tatooine, Luke Skywalker, he was like drinking a carton of blue, blue milk. milk. I yep. thought that was really well done. I really loved the bit where later on in the in the piece, the Emperor steals the key and the Emperor and Darth Vader go to see Kylo Ren. And it's when Kylo Ren's running around his, his room with his shirt off. And yep. there's, General like, Hux comes in. Yeah, comes in. And looking at his chest. <laughs> and, and he's trying to tell him things like, you know, we're preparing for the naval battle. I'm in the Navy battle and stuff like that. And he just makes these little jokes about the fact that Kylo Ren hasn't got his shirt on. It's probably where John Oliver started to fall in love with Adam Driver and started that whole thing that he did on last week tonight based on the fact that he was running around without a shirt. But I thought that was really well done. And there was a couple of little other nods there that I thought were really good as well, where they were looking at his helmet and Darth Vader's like, oh, it's, it's derivative sort of thing. And, you know, it's not original. I thought that was nice. I thought the fact that they did just jump around to pivotal bits in Star Wars history, like it was bits where Yoda was teaching Luke to do that handstand and, and how to pull the X-Wing out of the mud. It, it just felt nice. But yep. in a way, it also felt that maybe it was a little bit of a cheap pop. It was kind of like, well, Star Wars fans are going to like this anyway. So maybe you could have done it less Star Wars. I don't know. But that sort of thing. It was a love letter to Star Wars. It was all it was going to be. Yeah. I thought it was a bit of a cheap pop for Star Wars in a little way. So put it in wrestling terms. Mm. But I did like the fact that while all this was going on, the guys back at the Millennium Falcon were trying to put together their Life Day celebrations and they got Max Rebo from Jabba the Hutt's band to come and play for them. And they made some reference that he hadn't played live for 30 years or something. So that was mm-hmm. kind of nice. And then as soon as he started playing, Lando well, they said, oh, who listened to old music like yeah. this? And then an old Lando turned up saying, hey, yeah, yeah I, I like that. I mean, that sort of stuff as an old school fan, it was just like, oh, yeah, nod funny, nod funny, nod funny. I like it. Like yep. The kids are going to like other bits of it, like my kids, you know, they're, they're young. But for me, that was a nod, and seeing Lando turn up was great. And, I mean, in the end, and they played true enough for me to the characters. So you had multiple Obi-Wans at one point. Yeah. Hello there. Um, and then you had multiple Lukes, and you had different eras of Lukes. So you had Tatooine Luke, you had Jedi Luke, and all this sort of stuff. So I was really impressed with how they pulled it together with all the nods, and they got to tell a story. And it was a redemption story for, for Ray in the end that she got to see all these masters and their apprentices and what was the thing they had? They were friends. 
Yep. So that's what she realised. You need to be friends with Finn, not such a taskmaster, and you won't fail. So that's what she got out of it. There was a big battle towards the end. It's worth seeing. It's a bit of fun. It's 40 minutes long. It's worth it. Yeah, so she gets the key back. She sort of resets everything. They all go back. She gets back in time for Life Day. Celebrations are happening, and everyone's great. You know, And they pulled Life Day together. They trimmed the tree. They exchanged the gifts. They got the food going. And she got to you know build up Finn to be, yes, you're ready to be trained to be a Jedi. So it, it, it came together quite nicely. I mean, there was a, they had to do it. Admiral Akbar or Mon Calamari. I don't think it's Admiral Akbar, but there, were, there was an exchanging of gifts, and they give they gave it to Lando, and Lando, please be a cape, please be a cape, please be a cape. Opens the box, pulls out it's an item of clothing, and the Mon Calamari goes, "It's a wrap." <laughs> yeah, I, I got to chuckle at that. <laughs> so that that was kind of cool. So yeah, it was. Um, it's not a waste of time, and it's something I could probably see myself watching regularly with the kids because it is. Oh, and they're very into Star Wars at the moment, and. On top of it, we've been doing the Star Wars Lego Advent Calendar. So we've been doing that. And a lot of the characters are actually from this show. Okay. Because I didn't realise. There's a, a robot in there that looks, sort of looks like a snowman version of a robot. And it's like, well, that's a weird one. But no, it's in there. It's one of the decorations from Life Day. Poe's front and centre of the box for this thing. And he's wearing the sweater. And if you didn't know any better, it's like, who is that? Like when we yep. first got the box, it was like, who is that? It's like, I'm assuming it's Pope because there's Ray on there and stuff like that. And there's also Darth on there. So it's a little out of weird, out of whack. But now it makes sense because mm. they're all in this show. So you've got Poe in the Christmas sweater and you've got Darth Vader as a figure in the Christmas sweater okay. and yep. all that sort of thing. So it's like, ah, this all makes sense now. But, yeah, so that's kind of cool. So as far as this year, I'll definitely be showing it to my kids this year because they are doing the advent calendar, and we're probably going to run out of time, so I better do it quick before we run out of calendar. But, yeah, I I, I, I kind of dug it. I really – I liked it better than I thought. I wasn't sure because I haven't heard anyone rave about it yet because it's been out a couple of weeks now, yeah. and no one's saying, rush out and watch this. And I'm like, oh, okay, so I'll check it out. and. If I'd heard it was, like, terrible or a homage to the original, I would have watched it sooner. But because I hadn't heard really anything, all I've heard is, like, yeah, it's okay. And it is. It's okay. But it's still better than nothing. And it's yep. not bad. It's not bad. That's for sure. Yeah. I think my major gripe with it is the voices. I found that the voice for Ray just really wasn't Ray too, for me. Trying too hard. Like, yep. when she was on her own talking, it was too much. But when it was back and forth dialogue, she was fine. But it was she was trying too hard, I think. But, yeah, it took yep. me a while to get into it. She was a bit jarring yeah, to start it, with. Mm. It wasn't Daisy Ridley, and, and that threw me out a little bit. Is it a bit too much tongue-in-cheek for Star Wars fans? Probably. Was I expecting it to be a bit more of a Lego version of the original holiday special? I would have liked that more, I think. And I think that's what the problem is, because as you said, the, the original holiday special was a variety show. It had, you know, a little dance number and it had Wookiee's grandfather, you know, Chewie's grandfather watching like some dancing girl at his little handheld video sort of thing. It had that cooking section, which I thought they might have gone with when Poe was trying to cook the turkey based off the thrusters on the Millennium Falcon. I was like, maybe he should go and watch the cooking special. But no, they didn't have that. So that aside... Yes, it is good. As you say, it's a holiday special. It's not a Christmas special. So it it doesn't feel Christmassy, but it does feel Star Wars. And I think if yep. you are a Star Wars fan, you'll probably get something out of this. One of the jokes that I thought really hit for me was when the clone troopers were sitting on their speeder bikes and they like warped into that scene and they were flying through or something. And 
they sort of bounced off each other and, and they were like, it's almost like we're the same person. We're saying the same thing. And it was like a bit of a joke at the, about the fact that all of the clone troopers are obviously cloned from the same person. But yeah, little things I really liked, but maybe not enough of them to, to really want to watch this on a regular basis. I watched it with my 10-year-old and he quite liked it because he has watched a lot of the Lego Star Wars stuff. But I don't think he got a lot of the jokes in it as well. So it's kind of like, well, where are they aiming? Are they aiming for the adult market? Are they aiming for the kids' market? Where are they going with this? But yeah, I, it wasn't great, but it was good. And I think that's probably all we can ask for. Fair enough. Mm. Cool. Now, as, as far as the ticking off the tropes, we had a, a lot of talk about life day so there was a life day meal they trimmed a life day tree there was a present exchange as you said with the the mon calamari with the it's a wrap which again i thought was kind of funny there was enough ticks there to say yes you probably could consider it very christmasy but it just it was life day not christmas but as, as i said as and as you said too they weren't promoting it as christmas they were promoting it as life day so yeah yeah i wasn't expecting a lot and i enjoyed it so I can't say much more than that. It, it had its laughs. And you've praised the Lego Star Wars stuff in the past, the humor. Yeah. It's, it's more of that. If you know exactly. what you're in for, it's good. Yeah. Cool. Hmm. Well, that's another one down, another day, one day closer to Santa coming. Yes. Yes. It's all very exciting. Yeah, and I think, this marks, I think this marks only the second time we've watched something in our 12 Days of Christmas that was actually released the same year that we're doing the 12 Days of Christmas. So, mm. Oh, the Bill Murray, was that the other one? Yes, it was. So I wasn't going to mention mm. it, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Not hard to find. But anyway, that's enough. We won't keep you from your families or shopping or watching Christmas specials yourself. We will be here tomorrow, same Christmas time, same Christmas channel, and we will speak to you then. Bye. Alrighty. Until then, bye-bye. 